That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to A Few Things, where we give our greatest discoveries the podcast they deserve. I'm Claire Mazur. And I'm Erica Cerullo. This show is brought to you by Ovakind. Find out more and sign up for our newsletter at ovakind.com. Hey, we have our big summer sale happening right now. You sounded like a mattress ad when you said that. <laughs> it's hey, most... all our mattresses are on sale, 30% off. It's the most mattress-like name we've ever given a sale. Big summer sale. It's our yeah. big summer sale. You know why? Oh. Because it's like it's not worth being coy about sale names because then people just don't get it because no, they're just right. scrolling so fast and I they're not paying attention. I agree with you completely. We're giving it to you straight. It's a big summer sale. I don't like being that boring. I don't think it's boring. I like it. Big summer sale. Yeah. Um, Chris was watching a documentary last night called Hands on a Hard Body. <laughs> I don't like that name. It's about a truck. You never heard of it? No. All right. We can cut this part. I'll bring it. I will definitely bring it up on a different episode. I'm sure you will. You can I trust. can trust. It's related to a mattress sale. Um, okay. So we have our big summer sale. Mm-hmm. What's happening with our big summer sale? Um, 30% off and up. And we're trying something new. Yeah. We put a lot of work into this, actually. It's actually an unbelievable amount of work, considering <laughs> that on, the, on your end, you will probably not even notice. No. I, we, we no longer are using coupon codes for our sales. Every The discount's just baked right in. Less work for you. You see it right there. You know how much you're saving. And yeah, a little like behind the scenes business lesson. This is like an unbelievable amount of, of tech lift, of tech lift on yeah. our end to have accomplished this. So I hope that you appreciate it. Uh, well, no, I just hope that you give us positive feedback in the form of patronizing the sale. Um, if you want to patronize the sale, it's through July 9th. So you got about a week. If yeah. that's assuming you're listening to this one, this comes out and you know, all those things. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, the thing that I would buy from it. Yeah. If I were you. Yeah. Um, striped Riviera tote. Oh my gosh. That thing is so, I was trying to think the other day, have we ever had a straw like tote on no, this? Side? It's not so straw. Cute. It's like a different woven. Yeah. Um, a woven it's, plant plant matter. It's but. striped and it's very like Frenchy or Italian. Mm-hmm. It's Riviera. Whichever Riviera you prefer. Per, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Riviera of your choice. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's 30, it's 30% yeah, it's off. Yeah, it's 30% off, which is more You don't even than, need a code. Like Claire yeah. mentioned, you don't even need a code. And thank God, because we did so much heavy lifting on the tech side <laughs> to make that happen for you. <laughs> so boring. You'll notice it. that instead of redlining, we are pink lining. Yeah. 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 Ooh, is it like a nod to women getting discounts instead mm-hmm. of being charged yeah. more? Instead is it the of opposite washing? of a pink tax? Yeah. 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 Totally. I don't know. It's Read a into it what you pink. will. We just like the color better. It feels less harsh. Yeah. 
we've had a lot of listener feedback on a lot of very specific things that we have talked about on episodes recently. Some things we that weren't even meant to be topics of conversation. No, I. Um, it's really interesting. I think the flossing up, the flossing oh, mentioned yeah, flossing a while ago, a lot. yeah, um, re- made us realize that people had a lot more thoughts in general. And p- please keep sending them. Send them to a few things at ofakind.com. Any old thing you think you should know about. <laughs> the most notable thing about the amount of listener feedback we got is that I've been advocating for a long time now for us to try to ha- for us to have a Facebook group. Yeah, which has been falling on deaf ears. I don't want a Facebook. She, group. Erica doesn't want a Facebook group. This was the first time that it's she, the strongest case you made that she she felt like there was a there was an there was an opportunity here well because i don't think that there are a lot of forums on the internet for people to talk about flossing and chipotles totally. and gluten-free bread all in one place no it's so true um that could be that could be and us. that could be us we could own that space yeah. no one else that's maybe like a service that we could provide a hundred percent yeah Should we talk about one of these and then we'll yeah. go to commercial yeah let's do it okay let's start with chipotles um so we were talking about chipotles because we were talking about how we do our taco night and mm-hmm. our and how I make our a chipotle dip situation sauce situation but then i'm left with leftover chipotle peppers and don't which, know what to do with them any any recipe that calls for chipotles is it's not calling hurdle. for the entire can no, and the ever. can's already small but it's a spicy it's a pepper Totally. It's a mini can. You think you're going to use yeah. it. It, may, it convinces you to buy it, but you're never going to use it up. Um, so Sandy Wolf wrote in and said, whenever I buy a can of Chipotle's and adobo, I blend the entire can in my food processor. Then I store the puree in a weck jar or some, I believe it's pronounced a weck jar maybe, um, or some equally aesthetically pleasing container to store in my fridge. It keeps for months like hot sauce and then you can add a spoonful. To, of the smoky deliciousness to all sorts of things. I'm Guac- so impressed that you read that whole thing. I well, really didn't I just, think you were going to. I, I, I said her full name out loud and I yeah. didn't want her to feel to, to feel misrepresented. Her. I understand. But I also do want to say what she puts them on because I think these are okay, some good okay, things. Okay. Guacamole, chili, enchiladas, sometimes even salad dressing. That was Sandy great Wolf, to take. hats off to you. This is a smart way to handle this. Totally. Another smart way comes from a woman named Sadie. Mm-hmm. Um, and she... Puts a pepper in an each a pepper in each of the trays in an ice cube tray mm-hmm. and then pours a little sauce in and then freezes it and she knows that like with that's every one. Yeah, that's yeah, one that's pepper. Smart. Very smart. Yeah. And my friend Laura texted me after listening and said that she thinks you could, she's like, well, you could pickle them, which tell you what is not happening. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me. Yeah. Um, or two, she thinks you can even buy them pickled and that the taste is a little bit different, but still you're gonna yeah. get Chipotle levels of flavor and spiciness. That's how I feel about the Chipotle Tabasco sauce. I disagree with that. We talked about that on that <laughs> yeah. episode too. I disagree with that completely. Um, let's right. let's go to commercial. Let's do it. Okay, so we're back. We're back. We have more updates. We're still now that on. We've landed on ship. Now we've gotten through Chipotle. We're still tips. on a niche food topic, though. We're only doing niche food topics <laughs> That's on, right, this episode, actually. on this episode. Yeah. Um, but this is a this one. I understand why it provoked so much conversation. This one, because I was we said surprised. something super controversial on the podcast was that we don't wash our vegetables. Yeah. Or we don't or we avoid it whenever possible. And we would like to do even less of it. It was the best sort of a thing, though, because it was controversial, but relatable. Yeah. It was like talking about how often you wash your bras. It's like everybody wants to say it, but they don't. Yeah. A lot of things actually just related to hygiene and cleanliness <laughs> yeah. in this way. No are embarrassing. Yeah. Embarrassing, yeah. but relatable. You don't, it sucks to have to wash pea shoots. Yeah. Okay. So we got some tips. Um, there was one I really liked. Uh, you look for the one you liked. I'm going to read okay. this top one. Okay. Um, so someone 
emailed in and talked about how basically she said salad spinners are great for two reasons. Mm, you this can... was the one I liked. Oh, I stole it. No, I but I to. want no. Please, I'm going to enjoy it even more because I'm not focused on reading it. Okay. I'm just going to listen and enjoy it. Salad spinners are great for two reasons. You can wash your greens in them and store them in it too. Um, so spend 10 minutes rinsing them in a colander or salad spinner for the delicate stuff and use these veggie bags, spelled mm-hmm. V-E-J-I bags, mm-hmm. that are sold, by the way, on Food 52, to store them in your fridge. And the best part is that you don't have to dry the veggies after yes. you wash them. That, to me, is 100% the best part. Oh, for sure. So they're, these veggie bags are basically like, they're like terry cloth yeah, bags. We looked at them. A lot of people emailed us about them yeah. and DM'd us about them. Yeah. These veggie bags seem, they are not yeah. cheap. No, not cheap at all. Um, but they do seem, they do seem like a good solution. You but know here's where I fell off of this thing. I guess I didn't, re- I thought she, she's storing them in the veggie bags, not in the, co- not in the salad spinner. Yeah. That's true. That's hundred. That's correct. <laughs> because I was, I thought she was teeing up the idea of just like, keep your veggies in the salad spinner, which I was sort of like, that's that sounds like exactly as lazy as I want to be. I understand. I understand. Yeah. Um, another, I mean, another thought I had in reading mm-hmm. this was, could you, and I haven't done this clearly <laughs> because I certainly haven't washed yeah. my vegetables. Mm-hmm. Could you lay a dish towel down in your crisper drawer and like once you wash your veggies, mm-hmm. put them on that and just let them dry in there? I don't know. Could you? Maybe. Wow. I mean, all of this requires washing the vegetables before you're ready to use them. And there are two things about that. One, it's like a lot of just like planning and thinking and doing. No, I and two, I do, I do buy the school of thought that says it makes your veggies go bad quicker and your fruits if you wash them, like the quicker waterlogged. Yeah, yeah. No, I understand that too. I listen. Or not even just waterlogged, but like the. I think with things like berries, like the like dirt and stuff, kind of helps keep them from molding. I don't know if it's like the dirt that keeps them from molding or if it's having it's just water, the water on their surface. Them all, okay. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. My science on this is not that the dirt's <laughs> protecting them so much as the water clinging to the surface is what attracts the cake. Tomato, tomato. Yeah, totally. Um, someone emailed um, a really good tip. This is mm-hmm. from Catherine. Um, and, and coined, I don't know if she coined this, but I'm mm-hmm. going to give her credit for it. She says the reason she watches her vegetables are because of the three Ps. Pesticides, poop, and particulates. I, that is catchy. That yeah, is it is catchy. catchy. You got to hand it to Catherine. That is catchy. Yeah. And she says, I always also think about how many people have touched the food before I've mm-hmm. touched it. And what else were they touching? Yeah. This And that that line only works if you don't follow like the false, totally false, unsubstantiated line of thinking that like all germs are just sort of good for you. And the more you get, it's like it just yeah. like boosts your immune system. Yeah. I feel like the the yeah. romaine E. coli, you know, situation probably yeah. didn't make a strong no, case no, for that. No, that's true. Um, she, also, she also says wash it a few hours before you cook and then you just let it sit out and dry. Yeah. The problem with that is if if it's something like certain if things. If it wilts. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's just like better cold. It's all really yeah. hard. Um, somebody sent us a time.com link that we'll include in the recap about how to wash the fruits and vegetables mm-hmm. most productively, which I very much appreciate. But she noted Mm-hmm. Not like I'm going to start washing produce now. Listen, I am a busy lady yeah. on the go. I have no time for hand drying kale like some kind of layabout. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for acknowledging. She did note that of the vegetables she washes, this is from Leela, mm-hmm. that she washes leeks mm-hmm. um, because they're sandy. And I, I agree yeah. that leeks no, are unavoidable. Leeks. leeks are absolutely unavoidable. Yeah. No, um, I, I agree with that. It's tough out there for a vegetable eater. Um, the, my other trick I realized mm-hmm. in the vegetables that I don't love to wash um, – 
are that I feed the outside leads of like cabbage and Brussels sprouts to the bunny. Oh, that's smart. That solves the issue. Because you just, yeah. Well, so, okay, but that's a question I have. When you take off the outside leaf of cabbage and things like that, are you then off the hook for washing it? Oh, I'm I'm sure people would tell me no, but I I feel as though I am. I always wonder that. I'm like, well, this was protected. That's how, yeah, that's how I treat it. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Um, okay, so the hottest topic of mm-hmm, all, mm-hmm. Um, I put a call out on a recent episode for gluten-free bread recommendations, yep. and I'm so grateful to everyone who submitted um, their ideas. I have not tried any of them None. Yet. No, I and I tried, I looked. Yeah, Here's they were I, hard to yeah, find. I've, so far, I haven't that been able to acquire. That is the problem with, I, even like the ones that I've found <sighs> that I like, I can never find them again. I Same. Okay, so first, I'm going to go from the most straightforward um, recommendations to the least straightforward recommendations um, from people. Mm-hmm. So Shay, <laughs> I like that there that that's a way to organize these these responses. Yeah, about so Shay, free bread. Shay seemed to have sent all breads that you can just buy at, at a grocery store, even if they're mm-hmm. not available at my grocery store. Okay, yeah. and this is a pretty straightforward approach. Mm-hmm. Olivia Super Free Mini Baguette is the best, but you must toast it. Don't try it raw; it's crumbly and weird when it's raw. As are a lot of these As are almost this is any a huge I've problem. encountered. Yeah. Totally. Another recommendation. Fran's gluten-free great seed bread is my ultimate sandwich bread. It doesn't crumble and holds form um, with or without being toasted. Wow. I know. She says when it's raw, it's a little gummy. But like, okay. listen, gummy versus crumbly. Crumbled. These are the yeah. decisions yeah. That we need mm-hmm. to make in our lives. Her third one. Canyon Bakehouse Everything Bagels completed my gluten-free carb life when mm-hmm. I found them. That seems very promising. Here's what I want to know. Is it a mini bagel? Because all gluten-free bagels I've seen are pretty much are mini mini bagels. I understand. I don't know yet. I do not know. Um, And then these are, this is the sort of like middle ground, like Mm -hmm. slightly complicated, but not insanely complicated. This first one seems like maybe even easier though than the others. Well, if you live in New York. Yeah. Um, So Elizabeth Monson, um, a friend, reached out on Instagram and recommended the La Pan Quotidienne gluten-free bed, which apparently is very good. And they're outside of New York now. They're like a whole thing. Yeah, no, they are a whole thing. But it's not everywhere. But yeah. Also, you're not at the grocery store buying this. You're making like probably a special trip to go buy bread. So this is why I give this middle ground. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Um, The next one is the Jones gluten-free English muffin. This was recommended by two different people. The last one I'll get to next. (laughs) Jones gluten-free English muffins were described by Elizabeth as halfway between an English muffin and an arepa. It's a great sell. Color me intrigued. Yeah, it's a great sell. And apparently they sell these at Whole Foods. I was at Whole Foods recently and they did not have them. That are all of these in the freezer section? Have people stipulated? I'm pretty. I'm. Okay. I'm. Well, I, I know the Jones ones are in okay. the freezer section. Uh, they were not in the Whole Foods freezer okay. section when I went, but it was also weekend. So who knows, who knows? Claire? Yeah. Who even knows? Okay. <sighs> Our friend Lauren. Mm-hmm. I was there for this rundown. Gate was. We were. Walking. I'm impressed you took such detailed notes because we were walking. We were walking down the street, and she was like, "I have some gluten free bread recommendations for you." She was like, my favorite one is this buckwheat bread from a bakery in Paris. That is not accessible to no, me. No, it's not. How do you pronounce the name of this bakery? Chambaland. Chambaland. Yeah. yeah, I think Chambaland. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so this apparently this bakery in Paris has amazing gluten-free bread yeah. that is like sort of like focaccia thickness, mm-hmm. and Lauren brings back a six-month supply when she goes to Paris. Yeah. We didn't ask her whether she checks it or carries on. No, but... that's a, that's a yeah. good follow-up question. Yeah. Um, her second favorite... Um, or maybe tied for her second mm-hmm. favorites are the adventure bread, which is available at Byright in San Francisco and Cookbook in LA. Mm-hmm. Again, not where I live. Nope. Or the sourdough 
gluten-free bread from Honey High in LA. Again, yeah. not right. But live. maybe next time we're going to LA and maybe, yes. we can, maybe we can seek it oh out. Oh my gosh. These are great ideas. Yeah. Oh, something to look forward That's to. That's right. Um, her local within mm-hmm. my like at least area code, if not zip code yeah. option is from the gluten-free bakery, the CD sandwich bread. And then she also recommended the Jones gluten-free English muffin. I will try this. Well, you know how I feel about English muffins. So You feel great about English yeah. muffins. I am excited to try this and report back. She noted that you have to get the multigrain ones, not the, like, there's a corn one. Don't mm. get those. Um, so please, people, will you write, write in and tell us if you found these and how they are. Please. And where you found them. A few things at Yeah. Please. And don't do what you did to me during the Hagen dazs debacle where you were like, just tell your grocer you want it. Guys, I know. Of course that's we, me. Yeah. yeah. We know how grocers are. Yeah. Um, anyway, is there anything else you wanted to say? <laughs> About gluten-free bread? Or broadly. Mm. I'm so hungry now. Yeah. A- any thoughts I have are You're out the You're in a real window. bread mood. Yeah. I'm in a real bread mood. I'm hungry. Um, yeah. No, I, I'm excited for you to try all these breads. I'm going to Paris at the end of the month. And if I, if I find myself by a Chambolande, I will bring you back some gluten-free treats. Oh, my gosh. This is so generous. I know. Um, that's the show. You can listen to us wherever podcasts are found, like Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify. Follow us at Avakind on Instagram and Twitter and like our Facebook page. If you have ideas or requests for the show, email them to a few things at Avakind.com. To advertise on our podcast, email at advertising at Avakind.com. Our intro music, Butterfield East, is written and performed by the Soulful Saints. Our audio editing is done by Liz Smith, and we record at Alex's house in the East Village. write in and ask about our theme song it is called butterfield east and it is composed and performed by the soulful saints you can check them out over at dallarecords.com that was a headgum podcast